This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Actually, this is perfect. What We've got Dan here now. He's done a fantastic job of, to make it to this point. He's done better than Izzy, who's shot back in his private jet to a hoker. Um, so you, you've hung in there longer than Dagger. That's not surprising, is it, Dan? Uh, yeah, <laughs> surprised you lasted as long as he did to. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, almost tried to turn it into his show uh, for a couple of hours there. He's a bit of a fashion um, a connoisseur, isn't he? Oh, you, would, you wouldn't know that today by the look of his jeans, trying to keep <laughs> jeans in his boots and everything. Really that hideous. Um, cr- oh, just, did he steal that top off you? Had oh, number 10 on no, it. I, th- I think he stole it from... Um, Andy Ellis, um, because you know it was way too small for him. Um, but no, I love his passion. I love everything about Diggy. Well, now he's not here, we can't talk about him. And he did say when he hugged you before, he was he was like, "Oh, it was awesome hugging Dan. He's in such good shape." But I just was trying to get him to not hug me back. <laughs> Dagger, Dagger. Hey, I was just thinking. Um, we got a Waikato Stud Racing segment later on. I'm sure someone would have brought this up with you, Moonga Richie. There was the horse that was named after him, and then he got given a share in it. You is that a Waikato stud horse? It's a it? Waikato stud horse. Mate, even better than this. Star, even better than this. The dam. So the mum of that horse, chandelier. Oh really? Yeah, I had a chandelier. Yeah, I had O'Reilly as well. So, yeah, yeah. so that's right. So yeah. now the rumor is you went to Waikato stud and won some claybird shooting contest or something. Yeah, years ago. the All Blacks went out there, and obviously the Chittucks being great hosts as they are, they all let us have a wee claybird shoot and. Anyway, the the five of us got all five clays, so we had to shoot off for the final. Just as we were about to shoot off for the final, um, Mark Chittick goes, oh, by the way, uh, the the winner gets a 10% share among the <laughs> fillies. So all of a sudden the pressure came right. on. I was like, oh, my good goodness gracious. It came down to Rodney Soyalo and myself for a shoot-off, <laughs> oh, and, and wow. I managed to uh, – I, I can't shoot to save myself. I don't know where this came from. <laughs> So um we ended up uh yeah, I ended up getting the horse and, and Chitty was awesome. We used to go out and visit the stud regularly and it obviously didn't go too well and, and then so he gave me another one and then we and, and then we had another one. Uh, so I had a few from, from out there and then Baz uh Baz got me in one of his syndicates as well for a while. I had about three from my Cato starters. Mate, it's, um, yeah, so it was, yeah, well, it was a bit of fun. Chandelier ended up going to the Oaks, I'm pretty sure, and 
yeah, then she became a really good broodmare. And then so Mawonga's come out and they've sold another one for a million dollars. That's oh, going to be wow. racing. And yeah, it's big money, mate. It's a great setup they've, uh, they've got out there. It is a great setup. So Kimpy's, um, so Alan Sharrick today is racing ideal out of Idol. Another Waikato start. Anyway, mate, how's your fatigue going? How's the energy levels? We've, we're trying to track down an old friend of yours to see if he's going to come lend a hand. Um, but wondering how you're kind of travelling, and you've got to get to 7 o'clock tonight. So are you going to be able to sneak a nap or? No, I don't think I'll nap. Um, it's definitely helped that the sun's come out now. It's daytime. You've gone the home stretch. If you call the last 11 hours the home stretch. Um, Kicking-wise, the numbers are good at the moment, so I'm, I'm in no rush to, to rip through them to get to my target. It's more just the time. Um, we've got quite a big day ahead of us with some corporates coming in. Um, yeah, so it's just whether this body holds up, really. Yeah. Um, it's starting to get a little bit tight. but No, you're a machine. Of course it's going to hold up. Well, you got through like 980 kicks already, so you're going to hit the 1,500 all right. Um, don't worry about it. What about the, the fundraising, Dan? Just take me through your, your thought process around why you, why you thought having clean water in the Pacific for the children especially um, was such a, such a passion for you to, to get out here and do this. Yeah, I've been an ambassador for, for UNICEF for about seven years and I've always wanted to do more. I've been um, to field trips on the ground, Syrian refugee camps to see the incredible work that they do all around the world. So when um, I always wanted to do more, but with my rugby schedule I, I never could. But having uh, retired last year I had a bit of time so I set up my DC10 fund and then as an ambassador, I didn't always get to choose which UNICEF project I supported. So I set up the DC10 fund, partnered with UNICEF, and then I got to handpick which UNICEF projects that That's the awesome. DC10 uh, fund supports. And I wanted to do something in our backyard. So we're actually uh, doing some work here around um, children's rights here in, in New Zealand. So I wanted to do something to support our tamariki here in New Zealand first and foremost, and then our neighbouring brothers and sisters in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the different UNICEF projects they were doing in the Pacific and soon realised that uh, sanitation uh, related diseases were one of the leading causes of death for children under five and you know I want to to help our children um, you know reach their dreams as I was a little kid and, and just having not having access to simple things like fresh water and, and good sanitation is hugely important um, so that's that's yeah yeah the the work mate is you know been a been a proud Māori and and knowing our Pacific community. Thank you very much for all the work that you're doing. Raised one hundred twenty one thousand dollars here. That's I guess not with the sponsors thrown in yet too. So you're going to raise a considerable amount of cash for this um, this project, mate. I just want to take my hat off to you and thank you from on behalf of all of us Pacific oh, Pacific yeah. people. Oh, I really appreciate that. And honestly. We've got the big screen here with the donations coming in. Uh, we've talked about it already. Is it's really inspiring. This is that's probably one of the main things that's that's really driving me now. I know we're having a lot of fun, bit of banter out there with uh, with some close friends. But when it really does get tough and it, it is getting tough, um, I look up and I see the donations. I know the impact that mm. those donations are going to have, and also know that it's not easy to to donate. Um, you know, children donating their their um, pocket money for the week, <laughs> yeah, little things cool, like man. that. It's uh, it's just really inspiring. So people are getting in behind it, and I mm. just I, I can't be um, you know thankful enough. Well, speaking of the banter, uh, Dan, because as you say you, we've covered exactly why you're doing it and the inspiration behind you. I know that you've been inspiration for many, including this man. Uh, we've we've got one of your old friends on the line just to wish you well and, and just to see how you're going. Beaver, are you there? Yeah, can you just pass on? I feel his right shoulder starting to drop. I've just been watching the last hour or so. He's just technique just starting to go a little. Can you sort that right shoulder out, Dizzy? 
Yeah, mate, no worries, Beaver. Jeez, I tell you what, it's someone you want to get advice from right here on Eden Park, it's Beaver, mate. Jeez, mate, you're going to get me through the rest of this day with advice like that, mate. So keep keep following, keep tuning in. I expect another phone call in a couple of hours, mate, because often the, uh, my, my right glute starts uh, dropping away too, mate. So you just have a look at my ass over the next couple of hours to so make sure that, uh, that that stays in fine tune too, mate. Appreciate that. Uh, no, mate, you're going great guns. Hey, Beaver, just tell me, mate, I've always wanted to, to know the truth, you know, because we can only, see, can only make up our own truth when we're watching the TV, but did you have Dan's jersey on that day you kicked that famous goal? <laughs> uh, no, I think it would have probably fitted DC's a little bit better. No, I don't know whose I had on, to be fair. It could have been, could have been Crudges when he was a five-year-old, to be fair. I don't know who's it was. <laughs> Yeah, it was a five-year-old jersey. It looked like it. It was pretty. It was pretty small. All right, we'll let Dan go because you got to go get some uh, tucker in you, mate, and you're getting a bit comfy in that seat again. So oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get. We'll let you kick on, Beaver. We'll hold you there for a second. We'll just chat a little Super Rugby. Awesome work, Dan. There we go, Dan Carter, Beaver. Um, it's a great scene down here. You've obviously got some fa- some memories on this park. We were talking about it this morning. You've probably, I, I don't know, how many times have you dined out on this or been asked about this moment? So we will try not to ask the obvious question: What did it feel like, and what was going through your head when you kicked the goal? The punters really want to know, mate. They've texted through. When you kick goals, do you still puff your top lip out? That's what the punters are wondering <laughs> on double eight, double three. Of, of course I do. I just, it's, it's habit. Even if I'm not tired, I start blowing. It's just, uh, I don't know what it is, mate. It's, uh, it's just nature. <laughs> it's just nature. It's natural. It's all natural for you, mate, just like your, your gifted athlete you were. Hey, um, Super Rugby, the Chiefs were looking like um, title kind of favourites just for a while there while the Crusaders had a little bit, bit of a blip. How important is this weekend or the rematch against the Blues for them? Did they really... Is there any concern from you? Have you seen anything different from them, or are they still humming along, and, and should they be right in the finish? I think they'll be right in the finish, um, but it, I think it's a massive weekend because I think it's a op- great opportunity for the Blues to really announce themselves as title contenders. Bodie's back, so um, I'm excited to see how it goes, to be fair. Like, I mean, you know, I still think the Chiefs squad, um, I think they can probably take more injuries than others can, um, and that's not being... Obviously, Chiefs biased. That's just, I think, looking at it, they've got great depth up front in the type five, which not many of their Kiwi teams do. Wonderful loose season. And, you know, like midfield backs, where they're now dropping an all-black midfielder this weekend. Probably a little bit light in the outside if they were to take a few injuries or, or at 10, um, obviously. But, no, I mean, I think they're still in great shape. I think the Crusaders have obviously, the Crusaders of the Crusaders, they're going to be there and, and I think it's up to the Chiefs and the Blues to sort of say who's going to be the one that's going to be the potential rival. And that's why this weekend, Louis, bloody exciting. Yep, and Beaver, there's an also uh, your favourite team, the Panthers, playing and playing good football. What do you think about them? Oh, well, Kempe, geez, after what the Storm did to uh, the Bulldogs last week, it, it could get a bit scary, I think, on Sunday afternoon. And, and I don't know, Kempe, all of a sudden it looks like a few, well, probably last year, where all of a sudden there's a bit of a, a bit of a divide again in the NRL that I don't, we yeah. thought after a couple of weeks might not have been there because everyone seemed to have improved, but a couple of weeks in and all of a sudden it's looking like the same suspects are going to sort of march through to the finals, aren't they? Yeah, and exactly, exactly right. They're, they're, start, they're starting to break away already, but some good games. Um, your Panthers are going really well. Melbourne, mate, geez, they look really good. They looked stunning last week. Um, well, Beaver, just, just, 
just on um, the rugby side of things, for, for me, yep. uh, I've got my mind made up on who should be playing in the number 12 jersey for the All Blacks. Who do you think wears that number 12 jersey? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you have, because I still can't work it out, to be fair. I mean, to be fair, I've got Anton Leonard-Brown there. It's somewhere. He's either 12 or 13. And then it's and then it's to fit around him. For me, they've just got to have a, a something different. And all of a sudden, um, I like all of a sudden I'd like to see a little bit more of Lester Finanuku at centre, and then maybe a, yes. a and Leonard Brown Finanuku. I mean, if we can get RTS on the field, then let's examine that more. And and obviously Geordie's now decided that he's going <laughs> to yeah. audition pretty heavily for twelve as well. So I, whatever they do for me, Kimmy, they just need some contrast. They need. Somebody who's going to be your big power man, and then you've got your, I guess your your more traditional midfielder like a Leonard Brown. A, a uh, who else we got? Obviously, we've got the return, well, the impending return of a couple of Crusaders that are going Jack to Goodhue. obviously. What about Dave Harvey? Yeah, and, and obviously Harvey, and because again, if Harvey's at twelve, then Finanuku would be the partner for him or someone like that. You know, for me, they just we've just been caught the last couple of years, and we've just been. Much of a sameness in the midfield, Kempi, but I'm bloody keen to find out who's already locked in. Tell me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great point. Who mate, is it? Mate, well, the, the only reason I thought about that question, because like I said to you, Beeb, I, th- I thought you were a tough bugger when you played, and I think Geordie Barrett, you need someone tough. You know? I'm, yeah. I, don't, I, I know he can play fullback, but I think, you know, Will Jordan takes that 15 jersey this year, and I do think you put yep. that big tough bugger, Geordie Barrett, in at the 12 jersey. You know, he's got the skills yeah, I mean, and he's got he's got the toughness. Yeah, and and to be fair, I mean, when I watched him last week, I mean, it wasn't perfect for him, but defensively, he's already, say, ahead of someone, I think, say, like a, an RTS, for example, just because you could see him make a couple of good reads, which were just comfortable for him, where I guess some of the other boys are still learning that midfield defensive role. But, yeah, I mean, he's... If, he, if the All Blacks don't want him at fullback, then he's just starting 12, really, isn't he? Because he's, he's got to be on the field because he's the best goal kick in the country. Yeah. And uh, so he, he's got to be there. Bang on, Beav, and, and he is just a weapon. He's just, he has got a bit of mongrel about him, eh? He's got a bit of edge, Geordie, that maybe Bodie doesn't quite have, which he's got that kind of Scott Barrett mongrel that's just we love to see in the middle. Younger mate, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chip, on, chip on the shoulder. Chip on the shoulder, mate. Hey, before we let you go, the race yeah. by Grins. The race by Grins. Self-assured oh. comes up the middle of the track and Mark Purden runs over top of them. How good's it going to be next Thursday at Cambridge Raceway, mate, with Self-assured, Team SCNZ, and obviously you're involved in a couple of capacities. Oh, look, I think that's what we're laying in bed most nights dreaming of at the moment, aren't we, Louie? It's... Uh, it's very exciting. I can't wait to get down there next Thursday. It's, uh, it's going to be a pretty special event. But, uh, yeah, it's a, and for SNZ to be on the favourite, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting, mate. The barrier draw this Saturday, apparently, so that can tell us a bit more. So the experts tell me. <laughs> hey, just make sure you roll out some of your RTDs, mate, because we're all coming down. We're all coming down. Don't. We're all sitting on the table. How good's it going to be when Beav hands us over the trophy? Oh, exactly, oh. Beav. And get ready, mate. I'll be the first one up to pick it up off you. <laughs> Kimpy, I can assure you there'll be grins as far as the eye can see, my friend. <laughs> awesome, Beef. Hey, thanks for your time, brother. And I'm, I'm certain DC just was so, so stoked just to hear that he needed to get that right shoulder up. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, technique's everything when you're getting fatigued. So, you know, let's just, let's just wish him well and uh, it's a great cause. So uh, enjoy your morning, lads.
beautiful stuff. There we go. Beaver, you can catch him on the home run with Kirsty all afternoons uh, on SCNZ 4 to 7. They do a superb job with Manaya and the whole team. Uh, great listening. Every Arvo on SCNZ. Double eight, double three. Carlos Spencer trying conversion against the Crusaders. Oh, you can't, well, you can't that. forget that. You can't forget. Well, you can't forget <laughs> that with your top you got on. Yeah, you got enough. We're sitting in. Yeah, that's you, blokes. Are you and Izzy? We come into Blues territory and you're waltzing around in your Canterbury jerseys. I should have put my Kiwi jersey on just to balance it all out. I thought you would, mate. Oh, mate, I wasn't thinking. It's I'm just going to blame concussion. <laughs> All right, well, we'll go over to the Chemist Warehouse Medic Tent and try to sort that one out. Jeff Goldie, Wilson, sideline con- conversion against the Jaffers in the 90s to get a draw on full-time. Hey, and boys, Cam Smith, top Aussie after round one, $3.50. So great start to my multi. Brendan, legend. Speaking of multis, Ray- racing mega multi buster. With Pip Morris not far away on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Kempi and Louie here while the lads are out doing God's work in Calcutta and heading down to commentate some super rugby in Dunedin, Baz and Izzy. We're here with Chemist Warehouse this morning. They look after Kiwis like they're looking after Dan Carter from his kickathon today. If you can donate and you're in the position to, head to dancarter.com. Check out what DC's doing with his kickathon. We're here till 9 o'clock and we're back with Pip after this. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um. Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.